wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. All right, guys. Wrestling. Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the JNK podcast. What is going on? What's up, guys? So, time has come for kind of our big reveal here, Carl. And yeah. Of course, this has to do with what we just heard from Mr. Al Snow, founder of Collar and Elbow. That is correct. Um, if you guys follow us on social media, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter, whether it be my Instagram account, um, you guys will have seen and realized that JNK Podcast is now uh, considered ambassadors and sponsored athletes because I was a former professional, or I am a former professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um we're we're sponsored athlete and ambassadors for collar and elbow brand. Awesome. Yeah. I mean it's it's an amazing thing that Al Snow has come out with. Uh we kind of got in with uh with Al Snow with this uh in the early stages of things happening. Um this brand and company that he has has been going for I believe about 3 months now. Yep. So it's still very young, very new and we are so happy to be part of the collar and elbow brand because we are so happy about it. We actually have a little bit of something for you guys as well. So for all of our listeners, if you want to help support not only ourselves, but collar and elbow brand as well, we invite you to go to collar and and take a look at some of the merchandise that uh, that Al Snow has out there. And for every purchase that you make, if you use the promo code JKPODCAST, you can receive a 10% discount on us. Pretty good deal, I'd say. You know, not only you do, uh, you know, obviously, you know, for the purpose of promotion, but it uh, gives you guys a bit of a, of a discount there as well. You know, so uh, it's a uh, you know a give and take there uh, between everybody. So it's a, a very cool thing, and uh, you know, very well put by him. Uh, you know, the brand color elbow is really, you know, built on you know the passion for pro wrestling, and that's why you see when you go to their website, you see uh, a lot of the big names in the business. You know, uh, wearing shirts that say color elbow. Huge names in the business. I mean, we're looking names like uh, Eric Young. We're looking. Um... Uh, who who else here? We're looking Brian Pillman Jr. Um, we're looking Chase Owens of the Bullet Club. We're looking uh, Kurt Angle <laughs> as well. Um, we're talking guys like Anderson and Gallows yep. um, who have actually their own uh, shirt that is, is offered through Collar and Elbow that actually says Good Brothers on it. Um, we're looking formerly known as Eugene, uh, Nick Dinsmore. Um, we're looking Mr. Anderson or Mr. Kennedy, whichever you want to call him. Yep. I mean, we've got all of these different people, Road Dog, Jesse James, um, Kurt XT champion, Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, yeah. another name in there. Absolutely. So all of these, these really big professional wrestling guys that are, and girls, there are girls as well. Um, and we cannot forget about Dustin Reynolds mm-hmm. or we're looking, what's his name? Uh, gold dust, right? Uh, Jake, the snake Roberts. The snake we're Roberts. looking names like, um, Kevin Nash, uh, Chavo Guerrero. Um, like, so needless oh, to say, some big names in the business are, are proud supporters. Very much so. This brand. So very cool. 
and Big Joe and Carl Carafel of J and K Podcast, proud supporters as well. Absolutely. All right. So now with uh, that out of the way, there, let's uh, get this uh, going. Here we will start with uh, our usual kind of sound clip to kind of kick things off. Um, this one is kind of a fun, short little bit here. Uh, been making its way around the internet again. It went out for a little bit, kind of gone away, and now seems to be a bit of a meme, kind of back in the uh, in the the regular here. So here we go. Uh, best way to introduce this is just to kind of uh, explain through the title. This is a um, a Rage Against the Machine song, "Killing in the Name," done on children's toys. Perfect. So here we go with uh, about a minute and a half of this to start things off. Here we go. Like YouTube, Facebook does not autoplay videos. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, you know, as silly and as kind of goofy as that that is, I mean, it's pretty good sound out of those. Uh, you know, that that tiny little guitar and that tiny little drum kit and that third instrument. I don't know what that is. That is an <laughs> instrument that I don't know about either. Yeah, um, but uh, it's it looks like like uh, it sounds like a kazoo. Meets like a flute, and then like the bottom is like a little head that you like open the mouth of to yeah. play the notes, which is uh, odd. And uh, maybe we'll have to do some research and figure out what the hell that that is. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, cool and uh, goofy and funny all at the same time. So some good stuff there, definitely. So technology talk this week. Uh, there's uh, some stuff uh, going on uh, leading up to you know um, the Apple event. Everything's coming up soon, but there's some interesting tech stuff that's been going on. We haven't ever done a tech talk episode in a little while, so there's some stuff to uh, to talk about here. An uh, interesting one that uh, that caught my eye right off the bat here, kind of uh, you know going through and uh, looking for tech news stories. Um, a surprise when it uh, comes to this. Um, We'll just—I'll go ahead and I'll say it. Uh, Tinder, the uh, specifically the Tinder app for uh, the iOS platform, which includes iPhone and iPads for you out there, um, is the number one grossing app on that platform. Meaning that that makes the most money, and it's an app that you don't pay for. That is crazy. I know, right? It, it, for crazy for the longest time, it was like Candy Crush and some of these other ones. These little tiny microtransactions that. Apparently, so many people make you know little freemium games. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the idea here with this, I guess, where the money is being made, is um, people, you know, are choosing you know to see who, because it is kind of it's basically a dating site slash app. Um, basically, you get to do everything up to a certain point, and then you hit like a paywall, like yeah. you know all these kind of things are. And so then you pay a little bit. And in this particular case, when it comes to Tinder, you get to see who likes you. That's right. Um, I've never used this app myself, but I know a few people who have. And it's essentially just swiping through photos of people. You swipe left if you're, I believe, you swipe left if you don't want. And you swipe right if you do like. Right? And and it, you can do that for free till the end of time as of right now. Um, 
But how they get you, as Big Joe has mentioned, <laughs> if you want to see who has liked you, mm-hmm. then you have to pay. It's an interesting thing. You say you've never used I've I've actually used Tinder and gone through it, and uh, you're the, disgusting. Essentially, you, you have all these pictures uh, that come up, and then you basically you're objectifying the pictures that you see. Yep. By saying either yep or no, <laughs> and it's not really a great feeling. You're like, yeah, yep, no. This <laughs> is it, it, it's um, you know if you're have somebody that, if you're somebody that has any kind of morals, it's not a great feeling. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you look at that person and, and you say, oh, oh, and then that one where you just go. And, you, and then maybe the ones that you feel bad for for swiping left or swiping right. It's 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 a strange thing. Well, know? my biggest question now then is: Did you ever pay? No, I never paid. <laughs> so, so you were that creepy guy that just decided to open a Tinder account just I to just, just to swipe, yeah. just to swipe people away, and, and not even pursue anything further. No. <laughs> Because it's a, it's such a shallow kind of experience that you have, right? You just you, you're showing these bunch of pictures of women, and you go, "Yep, yep, yep, nope, 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 yep, 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 nope, yep, nope, yep." That's that's what you're doing. You're you're looking and you're just objectifying these pictures. Now, I think we're gonna have to do a little bit of research on this, but this kind of reminds me a lot of a an app that I used to use back when I was in my like teens um called hot or not Ooh. yeah essentially the exact same idea i mean except with with hot or not you you, you're just taking a look at things and then if you you know like what you see you click like if you don't like what you see you just click the x and it goes to somebody different and i wonder which one's been out longer Hmm. that is a interesting question something we'll definitely have to uh yeah look into yeah. Um, so there we go. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Weird that uh, an app that uh, doesn't cost anything um, makes more money than than, than paid apps. Than, than paid apps. I mean, yeah. that, that's a, a concept that, you know that uh, still kind of blows me away. <laughs> for you, so yeah, it's very yeah. weird. Something else that I've been mean to talk about because I mentioned at the top of the show here that we haven't done a technology talk in a, in a while, and since then. Um, I'll switch away from Apple stuff, uh, going with Android in the the Google Play Store. Yep. Now they they've done some changes to it. Some okay. stuff that I like, some stuff that I don't like. So sure. Kind of go through some of that. Uh, the changes that they made, I find, are it's been really good for, um, you know, the the TV and the the, the movie side of things. Okay. Now when it comes to to the app stuff, one big thing that they took away that, that I'm really 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 against, and I thought was a real strength uh, with the way that they had the the Android Play Store set up. Was that um, on apps that were done by a reputable developer had a little marker or a little logo there? They took that away. Oh, really? They, they took that away, so now everybody's basically on the same boat. So you don't know if necessarily that you're you're downloading an app that you know that may be malicious or maybe doesn't do what it's supposed to to do or it does stuff that uh, doesn't advertise and everything like that. Right? So they it was like a little blue star little yeah. thing there that you, they used to have for uh, apps that were you know done by reputable. People, you know, they check to make sure they're not viruses and stuff like that. Taken away, which I, I thought was a, a bad move. I think that's a very bad move. I mean, I've, I'm careful, but I'm not careful when it comes to my phones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of person that will, you know, if I, if I see something, if I see an APK for something, I'll I'll be like, hey, cool, let's try this, let's download it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have security and other different protections on my phone. That I've actually paid for, um, not just you know freemium yeah. ones uh, that can really cause some problems. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I mean, it, I I really don't like that because now it's it's like it, it's it's like a Russian roulette, and it, it, you never know what's gonna happen now. I mean, I would always before I downloaded any type of APK on onto my phone. Um, mm. I, I would really research it and take a look and see, you know, who it's coming from and, and other stuff that they've done, and, you know, things like that. One of the biggest things is I have a program on my phone. Um, this is now the free version that I'm using. Uh, it's called Voxer, uh, which Ooh. is like a walkie-talkie app. A very cool idea. Yeah. But I had found an APK download for the Voxer business mm-hmm. where... 
it was the full-blown Voxer business version that I didn't need to pay to use. Interesting. Yeah. So I essentially it was a cracked and hacked copy yeah. that I, I downloaded onto my phone. Mm-hmm. I can't find that APK anymore because I would love to have it back again. Yeah. But before I downloaded that, I really took a look at who this person was and where it was coming from and the developers that did it and stuff like that. And I, I really looked over it for a couple of weeks before finally deciding, yeah. yes, this is safe enough for me to do. Now, am I going to have to do that with every app that I'm going to take a look at and download? I'm going to have to spend a week or two weeks on, uh, you know, figuring out if this is going to be reputable or if this is going to be crap for me. Right. You know, and I mean, even you know, I'm I'm on my phone right now, you know, kind of scrolling through the app store and let's say, you know, the first uh, game right off the bat uh, done by, you know, Rovio Entertainment. You know, I'll show you right there, you know, beside the, the name of the company. You know that that blue little star thing gone, it's right? Gone. It has the the same, you know, essay. You know, let's pick one by done. Uh, you know, by some probably some random person, right? Uh, in this case, Big Fish Games. You know, it looks exactly the same. All all the apps kind of look very similar now, right? So it, it's a, it's a little concerning to to know you know to not know if I'm downloading something that's going to be good or bad. Yeah, are, are they being like Apple and going through everything you know fully and completely now, or not? Right. So that's you know, the uncertainty is a little bit there now. So for me, it is going to lead to kind of what you're saying, you know, to kind of investigate a little bit more before downloading these apps, you know, to figure out, hey, you know, have there been any issues or you know, am I going to run into problems downloading this particular thing? Right. So yeah, and I'm I'm looking right now as well, and like mm-hmm. there is like absolutely nothing to really say mm-hmm. besides user reviews yeah. um on on it itself yeah. i mean linama entertainment yeah. i've never heard of before so now i'm i'm going to have to do some research on them to really you know find out uh test labs yeah. uh never heard of them um may have to take a look at them yang mobile yeah. right yeah. That, like that, that just sound you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I know that uh, you know with new, newer versions of Android coming out, like uh, you know, with, uh, and if you're you know lucky to have a, enough to to have a phone that uh, can have a bit of a newer version of Android or the upcoming. Oh, I know that they're uh, which I've been confirmed that it's Android Oreo, no, not the Octopus or you know whatever they were teasing hmm. there. Yeah. Um, that uh, you know they're building a lot more security kind of features into uh, Android, and, and hopefully that's you know, applying to the you know the Play Store and you know not letting. <coughs> excuse me uh, apps that uh you know are going to be uh, bad or you know malicious uh, for its users so now i i wonder if um this is a, a a more controlled uh play store now that's what i'm thinking and too. and the reason why they've removed any of that is because before it even hits the market um in the apps uh, or in the uh, the play store that they're being checked and tested and made sure that things are fine before they even put it onto the onto the marketplace for us yep. to be able to download. So maybe those that do have a virus or something like mm-hmm. that, they're they're not even allowing them to come on. Yeah, which is a possibility. I don't know. Yep. I hope so. Yeah, and, and you know, hopefully it, it's you know not getting too kind of closed off. You know, like it is on the iOS side because at the beginning, like when uh, you know before we even had an Android. Uh, Android, uh, you know, Google Play Store, you know, uh, we had the, the App Store with iOS. They came first with that App Store. There was nothing like that before. You know, and, you know, the rules were kind of simple to have an app on there. You had to, you know, not crash when you use it. Yep. It had to do what it was supposed to do and what you said that it does and, and, and you know, doesn't do something that, you know, that you don't advertise that it does. It, you couldn't, like, defame or, you know, or, uh, you know, make fun of anybody or, you know, or purposely, you know, no hate or anything like that. So, you know, there's some main characteristics there that it had to do what you advertised it to do. Yeah. And, you know, not having anything in there that, uh, you know, no, you know, ways of, you know, developing your app that weren't approved by Apple. Like, you had to use their particular platform to, de- to develop the apps so that they knew that they would run once they actually get put onto the platform, right? Yes. So, you know, so maybe, you know, Android's getting maybe closer to that point. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it'd be great if they if they were. It's a possibility. So, you know, so, and it could be too. You know, to maybe you know, 
because I know that uh, you know a lot of those, you know, the bigger name developers that, that had that little mark there. You know, they they tend to get kind of get showcased at the be at the um, actually the home screen for the app store. So hopefully yeah. now with that, maybe it's a bit more of an even playing field. You know, then again, you know that can be a good and a bad thing too. Or maybe some of these bad developers that maybe should be getting exposure are, and then we're into problems. So it's true. It, it can kind of snowball, right? So yeah, so hopefully it could. it's a good thing and not a bad thing. So that's my concern. And hopefully your concerns can be thwarted mm-hmm. and uh, eased. Yes. Now, something else that has happened, because uh, it's been like probably like over a month or maybe a little bit longer since we've done a tech talk. And it's something that we had mentioned um, has kind of come to pass, you know, kind of similar to the wrestling business. And when it comes to the, the technology business, I, I seem to be, we seem to be pretty good here at uh, kind of foretelling things that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you, you might be able to already kind of tell what I'm getting at here, Carl, is that uh, Google has chosen to, to keep the original Pixel phone and to, uh, to have it at a discounted price. Yes. Now that the uh, the Google Pixel 2 or or whatever the, the new Pixel phone is going to be, they're keeping that in a, the original one and lowering the price of it, which is what I predicted and could be a really, really smart move on, the, on their part because now, with it being essentially, you know, at least in Canada, it's about a $100 phone subsidized now, puts it in the price range of a lot more people. It really does. <laughs> it's, it's Honestly, it's about time. Yeah. Um, I think what the Google Pixel's been out for a couple of years now, I believe. No, no, going on just a year. It's about a year. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 makes sense then. Yeah. I mean, just a year. Um, but yeah, like I mean, just thankfully mm-hmm. that has happened because I mean, I not that I can really afford to do it right now. I yep. mean, I this phone that I have here, I still have quite a bit on it that mm-hmm. I have to uh, have to pay to get out of the uh, agreement on it right now, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, in time, yep. hopefully this trend will continue yes. so that when I'm able to then, you know, either pay out this one or get the upgrade, mm-hmm. I'll be able to get the Pixel or the Pixel 2 or the Pixel mm-hmm. 3 or whatever for for a better price. Well, whether it is the one or the two, I mean, you're, you're, you're getting a good phone there either way. I mean, the original Pixel made by uh, HTC, yep. and for those of you who maybe aren't aware... Um, their phones, uh, you know, typically, or, or, they, they, they pretty much all have, you know, really excellent cameras. Like, I used to have an HTC One, and, you know, the phone that I have, the LG uh, G5, takes some great pictures, but I, the, uh, the HTC uh, One that I had, I took some pictures that I don't, I don't think I've ever accomplished on any other camera, of literally, like, things moving past, and then being able to capture a still image and not having blur coming through in the pictures that that phone was excellent yes at taking pictures and you know the um so that original pixel be made by htc you know great uh, cameras and uh, it just it was a very nice uh, feeling phone now the the next pixel will be made by lg lg yep. the manufacturer of both of our, of our phones here and of course they have a, a very good uh, track record as well you know yeah they made the odd kind of misstep you know you know there's definitely some imperfections you know in my particular uh, phone the g5 you know you know, having this phone for a little while now, it's it's starting to, uh, you know, to show its age a little bit. That that warped business down there at the bottom, uh, it's getting a little bit more noticeable. Uh, a little bit of chipping happening around the the uh, USB C opening a little bit, um, so that that's kind of a little bit surprising. Um, you know, one thing I try not to do with this phone too much uh, is to take the bottom out too much and do that, that deal with the battery because yep. it becomes really flimsy after a while. So yes, so a little tip for anybody that does get the LG G5 because this is going to actually become a uh, um, pretty popular phone right now because it's in the uh, the zero dollar territory now. Yep. So a lot of people that are going to be upgrading their phones. Uh, this is going to be a phone that you're going to actually start seeing a lot of people with soon here. So uh, a couple of tips here, and then try and avoid using that power button because, like Carl said before, that is kind of it seems to be a bit of a problematic issue. Not something that I've run into, but apparently a lot of people have. Lots of people have. Yeah. So, so yeah. Now I think uh, something else that we're going to talk about here um, is well, there's a couple things here. Uh, first of all, um, we have a date for that iPhone event, uh, September twelfth. Nice. This is where we're going to see the announcement for that new iPhone. Now, are we going to see anything else revealed there? Or are they going to just do an iPhone thing? We'll see. I'm hoping that maybe they'll, you know, maybe surprise us with something. Maybe, you know, 
completely different. Maybe that's maybe like a more affordable version of something. Like maybe they'll come with like a, like a really cheap iPad, or maybe they'll, they'll go with something like that. It'll be very unlike them. Yeah, uh, they're a company that likes to make money. They they have a big profit margin on their products, but uh, maybe they'll surprise us and maybe come up with something like that. Definitely, or um, something that I would would like to see. And I know Apple already has their like own headphones and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the ear pods, right? Yep. But lots of people are kind of going towards um, a brand name that I know of uh, that has a set is LG where they kind of go around the back of your neck and you can pull out the earbuds from it and put it into your ear so that you can do a little bit more with them. You can do some running with them, stuff like that. One of the versions of it actually has speakers on Mm -hmm. the actual device itself so that if you're riding a bicycle or something like that, you can actually listen to your music without having earbuds in so that you can still kind of hear what's going on around you. Um, I think something like that, if Apple were to design its own version of that, would be really popular. Um, even if, I mean, it's it's going to be Bluetooth, right? Yep. So make it Bluetooth 5.0 and have the latest whatever inside of it. Um, just something a little bit the same mm-hmm. as what is out there right now That's that's actually pretty popular but different with their own apple spin on it exactly and uh actually we have uh an image in front of our of our faces right now and this basically here is really the only kind of legitimate thing that we have when it comes to the iphone there's been a lot of other you know whenever there's close to one of these new products coming out there's a lot of uh Mind you, some very talented people that come with like mock-ups and uh, mm-hmm. you know, graphic designers that uh, you know create 3D models of what they think that these new devices are going to look like. But this, basically, just a blue outline of you know what the f- face of this phone is going to look like. Yeah. Now you can go check this out for yourself if you you know even good just Google iPhone eight. This will actually be one of the first things that come up, and uh, you're looking at new if, if for something that's followed uh, the technology business just recently, you'll look at it and go, that's very similar to the Essential phone kind yes. of front face design basically um no home button this time which is a, a big deal with that because they've always had a physical home button on the front of that phone going away with that now and going with the option that from what i can see you know the, the only option that they have left here is, is your least favorite choice of the options that we were kind of uh, predicting facial recognition yeah so, I'm just I'm I'm not a fan of facial recognition. There's a lot that can be kind of said about this. Actually, it's uh, an option that um, you know just uh, it's it's not only tough to pull off, but uh, to make it work properly. But I think it's just I don't know how easy it would be to circumvent it by just having a picture of the person that owns the phone. You know, even if you were to have like a you know look them up on Facebook or something, and then. Right, your phone, and then turn turn the phone to that. Is is now is that going to recognize what that is? You know, and how's that all going to work? You know, that, big question mark there. It because, is a huge question mark right now. You know, because historically up to, to this point, you know, when it comes to iPhones and stuff like that. You know that uh, you know to unlock you know the screen. You know, it's usually not typically the easiest thing to do. You got to either know some kind of knock code, or you got to know like a pin code, or you know. Most recently, my favorite way of doing it uh, with a fingerprint because no chance of somebody else having your fingerprint. Or there's like a very, very minute chance that yeah. somebody might have a similar fingerprint that it might register. But, you know, from my experience, that's been the most secure way of doing it so far. Now, going to this, you know, iPhone, you know, one of the most expensive. This We're going to be also looking at upwards of like $1,000 for this phone too, by the way. And um, going with facial recognition. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know if I would really want my thousand to twelve hundred dollar phone being able to be unlocked just with my face. So hopefully, you know, maybe they're thinking of something different. Uh, from the stuff that I've been reading, they just haven't been able to develop the technology to do it under the display. Yeah, makes sense. So, because I mean, you only have a year in between, you know, releasing these phones. It's kind of like with a. Uh, like video games and the stuff, you know, the ones that get released on a yearly basis. Yep. You know, like the Maddens and the EA Sports games and stuff. You know, you don't see a lot of innovation kind of year to year because you, you only have a, a you don't have much time. You know, a lot of the, the stuff takes you know multiple years to kind of fully develop and bake. 
you know, they only have a year to do this stuff, so they, you weren't going to come up with a brand new technology in just the course of one year. So something they have to work on for a while. It definitely is. Now, I think um, something they should have done was continued with the home button on the front and continued to develop and make the hidden home button on on the screen itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Instead of trying to push out something like this that doesn't have, you know, the physical home button, but doesn't have the underneath the screen home button either um face recognition stuff like that i mean it's almost as if they're it's it's doomed to fail um because i don't know if they're really pushing this out too soon or if they should have just kind of stuck with what has been working for them for the last 12 to 15 years and taken more time to work and develop on getting where they want to be instead yeah at the same time you know uh it is kind of typical apple too to kind of uh sometimes almost kind of jump the gun on uh, kind of incorporating new technologies into yeah. their, their products you know you know it, for, for the most part it has worked pretty well for them you know they were one of the first ones to get rid of like floppy disks and their computers and yep. go to like cd-roms you know, and USB, you know, uh, Apple's one of the first ones to incorporate that. So they, they tend to, to jump the gun a lot of times, but then the, a lot of times it's been the right choice, and then the rest of the industry kind of follows up after that. You know, not always been, been the case with some of the stuff. The facial recognition, I, I, I really agree with you that it is a, not a great idea. No, I don't, I don't believe it is. Yeah, and I just hopefully it's not something that's going to be too rushed out. Because now there's just there's enough time to change their mind right now. No, there isn't. There's <laughs> September no twelfth. Yeah, uh, we're co- it's coming up in you know we got what nine, maybe eight days. Yeah, we got eight days. Yep. So <laughs> they got what they they got it now. So yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe this is maybe a rumor that's not true, or you know, who knows? You know, sometimes you know with the uh, when they came with the iPhone four, uh, people were way off on what they thought that was going to look like. Oh so. yeah. Right, so yeah, so is there something there that, that kind of catches your mind? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, on on Tech Talk, we normally talk a lot about like just video game, or uh, we talk about cell phone uh, quite a bit. But there's something that's popped out right on the screen here, and if you take a look, Big Joe, you see that uh, that yellow section on the screen there. Um, this is something that came out. We're we're looking August 29th is when this had happened, but big changes that came to. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not super happy about the changes. Do tell. Now, I, Do tell. I really don't know all the changes that have happened mm-hmm. um, because I, I actually haven't even looked at this article as of yet. But I, I know that one of the things... And I'm going to have to do some research and see if there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. But with the old version of YouTube that we had, I was able to go through and I could I could play a video, Chromecast it up to my TV. Mm. From there, I'd be able to take a look through YouTube, find another video, and yeah. add it to the queue. And anyone else that was connected up to my Wi-Fi could go onto YouTube and add videos into my queue, which perfectly fine perfectly safe because they're connected to my wi-fi they haven't removed that 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 option have they? it is removed i cannot find that option and it is very very frustrating to me i wonder if it's just with the uh the web version or if it's with the uh, the mobile version of youtube as well i have not been able to find it on either weird that's unfortunate because that was a, a strong feature uh you know linking the the chromecast and youtube uh together because right, uh, you know, just have the whole family kind of sitting down at the couch, and you know everybody picking YouTube videos. Yeah. Right, so. Well, I mean, for myself here with, with the family here, we like to watch two different vloggers that are out there, and they do daily vlogs. So they're, they're very passionate about what they do. Yes. Um, one of them that I know of, I know that that um, one one of the vlogs. The people from that went on to Twitter and stuff like that and were like, what's going on with this new YouTube? We don't like this. This is really weird. We don't understand it. Stuff like that, right? And this is coming from people who have been doing this stuff for multiple years now. 
and they're not even liking it. So mm. I'm, I'm, it's 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 very frustrating because we would we would set them up back to back, um, and then if there were any other videos, we would mm. you know throw those into a queue as well. I'm not liking it. Yeah. And and something else, I it's it's breaking things up by country, as well really? because you you go to YouTube.com, mm-hmm. right? But when you go to YouTube.com, on my site for me here, up in the top left hand corner, it says YouTube.ca, which is very very odd to me that it would do it or yeah it says youtube ca Hmm. now i haven't really clicked on that to find out if i can change that from ca to like uh um com or ue or anything like that but oh no i have clicked on that because that just takes you back to the home screen so it it knows it knows that, that that it's it's canada and it's right in there um what does that really mean? I I don't know because we I can't click on it. I can't do anything with it. Um, are they only showing me different things from Canadian people, or like like I are or is it maybe only showing content that will actually be able to be played? in Canada because we've run into the into issues before where we're going to click on it on a video and it says this video is not available in your location so I wonder if that is what the CA is going to it means on there is that we can only really see videos that are able to be played um, I know I'm kind of going off on on a little rant no, and stuff okay. like this, yeah. but um, that is strange. Just yeah, everything about this this YouTube now is just just kind of kind of weird to me, and it's probably just going to be something that I'm going to need to take a little bit of time and get used to, and really do um, maybe some YouTube video searches on the new YouTube and how to use it properly. Yeah. Um, since this changeover. Uh, for the two different brands that I've that, that I've got on YouTube, I haven't uploaded any videos uh, for either one of the two brands right now. But it's going to be interesting to see once I get this next video that I've got um, for my other brand that I have to edit um, and then upload that. I'm hoping that uploads are going to be pretty much the same. So... But yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go and, and really take a look at that article and see what all the different changes are that, that have, have happened and come into being. And hopefully it has kind of a little, so this was removed, but this is how you can still access it kind of thing. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's something that uh, you know, we'll definitely uh, investigate a little bit further. And you know, on the next Tech Talk, we'll definitely address uh uh, those concerns when it comes to that, for sure. We will address YouTube's stupidity. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, what, um, but we love you, YouTube. Don't worry. <laughs> there are a couple of, uh, more things that we definitely want to mention. Uh, one kind of uh, cool kind of thing here is that uh, typically um, when uh, Apple does these uh, reveals and these uh, conferences, they usually do it from just like a little kind of theater you know, whether it be at you know the Moscone Center in like San Francisco, which mm-hmm. is um, uh, ironically Google uses that same uh, place to, to kind of do their stuff. Um, sometimes they'll they'll do right from their campus uh, over there in Cupertino. I'm talking the Apple guys, but now uh, I guess they've um, come up with their own kind of place hmm. uh, specifically for doing this, and uh, appropriately enough, uh, called the Steve Jobs Theater. Nice. Why? Um, I, I guess they they basically they want to, you know, well knowing Apple, they, you know, they like to to build stuff. Yeah. You know, if you've ever been to an Apple store, if you're lucky, I mean, I've never actually been, you know, to some of these ones like in like Shanghai, uh-huh. and some of these other ones like uh, some pretty impressive architecture on some of these places. Yes. You know, choosing to go made all of glass. Yeah. You know. You know. Better hope nobody has rocks. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, they literally live in glass houses, these Apple stores, and uh, but yeah, uh, they're building a basically a, a theater, you know, specifically for these events. Good idea. Yep. I, I I really do think that it's a a good idea for them to do this. Mm-hmm. This gives them a home 
where they don't have to spend more money after they've spent to build this on exactly. renting different venues. They can just do it right there. They can, um, you know, if somebody is going to go, like uh, fans are going to go or whatever, they know exactly where they're going. They're not going to have to wait for, you know, oh, where's it going to be? And then, oh, I'm going to have to now quickly try to find a hotel and stuff like that. They're going to know exactly where it is. They're going to know exactly where to go. And they're going to know exactly where to book hotels and and stuff like that, right? So, Yep, I definitely get it too, you know. Part of me wishes, you know, that they would maybe go to other places and, you know, maybe like to come to Canada, maybe for some of these kind of events, you know, especially with, with, with Google, like a lot of their employees actually high up are from Canada. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, with Apple, I can understand, you know, they don't quite have the, you know, the, the pocketbook that, that Google does as much as they wouldn't like to admit it. Yeah. They don't. Um, you know, so I, th- I think, you know, definitely a smart move business wise. Uh, to go with a uh, you know dedicated location for these uh, events, I think it's a good idea, and who better to name it after than uh, you know, Steve Jobs? You know, still, you know, well, when you would think Apple, you think Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yeah. Right, so that will uh, be the case for a long, long time. Now, continuing with Apple uh, here, kind of a strange kind of story because this is, it was actually uh, you know almost kind of went viral. Because a lot, you know, with us, you know, getting close to this new iPhone coming up, people are really speculating about it, right? Yes. So here is uh, something that we could kind of mention. And this is a, a picture that, um, you know, went, went, went pretty viral. And uh, people are wondering, what is that in Tim Cook's pocket? It's a pocket book. Right. So uh, you know, if you're wondering who, who I mean by Tim Cook, he is a CEO of Apple. He's, he's the big kahuna. He runs the show there. And uh, there's a picture. Uh, it looks like uh, probably at, you know, one of their um, one of their, their factories or one of their places here in the States. Probably where they uh, maybe make their uh, their Mac Pros and whatnot. Uh, because you know, a lot of stuff is made over in uh, over in, in Asia. But some of their stuff they do make over here in uh, yep. in North America. And there's a picture of him standing there. And he has a, a rounded rectangle in his pants. You know what it, it, and it, 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 it people are going, what's that? You know you know what it's very reminiscent of? What? A Samsung Galaxy S eight. <laughs> honestly. Uh, honestly, that that is like the shape of it, how thin it is, how tall it is, like that is the shape of a Samsung Galaxy S eight. It's an uncomfortable feeling looking at this picture because you know you, you don't look at you know the face or the guy standing behind him who has like a goofy look on his face, or the woman with her arms <laughs> crossed behind him. We're essentially staring at this man's crotch, going, "What is that in his pants?" Yes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So this picture really went viral because people are speculating now because it, it, it looks like a fairly long phone. Is that the new iPhone? What is that? What is that? What is this? What is that? You know, it's a uh, it's a rounded rectangle in his pants. Folks, relax. Yeah, he's obviously carrying around a prototype of the new phone because they have to test the stuff out before they're releasing it, and they have to test it out in the real world to make sure that you know things are going to work you know the right way. You know that's what you know happened with the uh, the iPhone. Uh, I don't know if you remember that story that uh, where somebody found it in a bar. Yep. And then they actually ended up selling it, and that that whole Gizmodo thing and that lawsuit and everything happened, and blah blah blah. Right. So you know these the you know, Apple employees they they take these devices as they're being developed out into the real world to make sure that they're you know, they're gonna that they're gonna work. Right. So. You know, so that's obviously what he's doing here is um, he's using it, you know, and testing it out. Sure, and that photo tells me that he is a Samsung user with the Galaxy S8. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> if he was a Samsung user, given, you know, the history, you know, the, the very rocky and uh, uh, bad history that these two companies have. Because, you know, it's funny because Apple uses a lot of their technologies in their devices. Yes, and at the same time, you know, has sued they, they, these companies have sued each other and gone to court on several, several occasions. You know, and a lot of it has actually come from the Apple side of it, with them accusing yeah. the Samsung uh, devices of looking too similar to iPhones. Now, uh, I challenge you: take any Samsung phone and put it <coughs> next to an iPhone; they don't look similar. No, they really do not look similar mm-hmm. at all. And what are you going to do? Are you, you going to patent rounded rectangles? You know, sure, why not? You know, is that it? Almost feels like you know, is that what Apple wants to do ultimately? It's like, no, you can't make a phone shape like that. It needs to be a triangle, or it needs to be something else. 
Right? So it's, yeah, it, it was getting a little ridiculous. It seems to have like tapered off a little bit now, and they've kind of eased off with that. I think there's still some lawsuits pending, but um, Apple's always been a little bit weird with the stuff they they they, they patent a little too much. I think. Yeah, so, yeah, I think so as well. So what remains to be seen um, with that? Uh, you know, likely no headphone jack again. I think you can pretty well bank on that. Yep. Um, cause That's why I'm saying I hope that they kind of reveal like a different type style of, of earbud or ear pod if they want to call it that or whatever, right? You know, and with the capability of Bluetooth uh, 5, now, you know, who knows what uh, can be done there. Maybe they can do some really cool stuff uh, with wireless, to, you know, to, to help, you know, more people wanting to go in that direction. Because, I mean, it is eventually going to go that way. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, as much as uh, we want to still want to have these cords, which can be a pain in the ass sometimes, but, uh, you know, for now, you know, that's still the best sound quality is, you know, with, you know, a corded set of headphones, but, uh, it is, you know, but yeah. yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully iPhone puts Bluetooth 5.0 into their phones as well. I, I mean, I, I would love to have a phone that has Bluetooth 5.0. And for those of you who really don't know what that is, um, essentially what it, what it will allow is two Bluetooth connections on the one device. So I could be using my smartwatch and my Bluetooth headphones both at the same time on my phone, mm-hmm. as opposed to right now where I can only have one or the other. Yeah, uh, speaking of, of smartwatches, uh, you've actually had the chance to use one for a little while. Mm-hmm. Impressions on it? Uh, is it something that, that's uh, that's good? That you know that's that's useful? You know, is it something that you feel like you're carrying around that's extra? I mean, that's not all that uh, useful. Or what's your impressions? I don't wear it all the time. I don't wear it as, as often as I, I honestly should. Um, I I do love the smartwatch that I got. Mm-hmm. It is a cheap one. Because I just wanted to get something cheap to be able to see if it, it's something that I would actually continue to use and enjoy using. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I love having a smartwatch on my on my arm. Um, the battery life on the one that I have sucks. <laughs> That's the issue that I have right now. So, I mean, I'm constantly... I, I'd have to charge it like three times in a day to be able to get a full day's use out of it. Um, but I mean, it, it allows me to access my contacts. It allows me to check my phone calls. I can listen to my voicemail over this smartwatch. Um, I can, um, control Google play music with this smartwatch, which for me is, is something huge because if I'm driving and I've got my phone connected up to my, to, to the car radio, I don't have to fiddle with the phone while I'm 10 and 2 or 3 and 9, whatever, on on the steering wheel, I can just look at my watch. While holding on to the steering wheel, it's just a simple tap, and it'll go to the next song, bring up the volume, bring down the volume, different stuff like that, right? Um, If I get a text message, it shows me the text message, who it's from, what the message is. I can reply, unfortunately, using the old, uh, old style, like, push the number four, you know, three times to get this letter, um, it's type of reply. Mm -hmm. It works. Um, do I use it? Generally not because it's painful and I'll just grab my phone super quick and, and text when I, when I'm available to do it. Uh, but I can see those messages come right up. Um, the program that I have, the app that I have on my phone for it, I can actually, set it to send me different notifications for different apps that I have on my phone already. So if I want an Instagram notification, I got it. If I want a Twitter notification, if I want Facebook notification, all these different social media stuff, I can get notifications on my phone. My weather app, um, I can get notifications from that. Uh, Like, I love it. I I honestly love having a smartwatch. I wish... That I could really get myself like, uh, you, you know, a, a $300 yeah. one that I know would be able to do more than what my cheap one does for me. Yeah. And I mean, when I say cheap people, I'm talking like I pe- I spent like $27 yeah. on this thing. Um, that cheap, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, in time. I will definitely be getting myself a better smartwatch. 
Um, just, I, I love it. I honestly love it. I think one issue that, uh, you know, because you did mention that, um, you know, battery life not so great on that. You know, starting to run into that a little bit on my phone. I, I don't know what, it, what it's been on your phone because you've had that G4 for a little while now. It's been a while since there's been an, an innovation uh, come along when it comes to batteries and these devices. You know, they were pretty rigid, uh, you know, when they first came out. And now, you know, they have these flexible, you know, lithium polymer batteries and whatnot. It's been more than a few years now since there's been any kind of forward progress when it comes to batteries. So I think we're, we're about due for a new, you know, innovation when it comes to that. So, you know, hopefully maybe, you know, maybe that's something we'll see in, in the new iPhone. You know, Apple tends to kind of pioneer a lot of that kind of stuff. Maybe we'll see, maybe they've come up with uh, something that's going to have like two or three days of battery life or something, right? So, yeah. You know, or, or done something like that. So, you know, with those smartwatches too, you know, probably the, the problem with, with those two is I think, you know, what a smartwatch can do, I think what people are expecting or wanting a smartwatch to do aren't necessarily at the same level there too, right? True. So, Very true. You know, and there's a, you know, and you have a lot of choices, you know, um, you know, LG, Motorola, you know, a lot of these companies, Samsung, you know, make uh, versions of it. Apple, of course, does uh, the, the iWatch, you know, with that, and of course you are, <laughs> as with anything Apple tied, you know, to only using it uh, with uh, other Apple devices, so... Yes, that's something that um, I don't think that they're ever going to stray from. But uh, it is a, it is a good thing, and it's a hindrance for them at the same time. So, either you're an Apple person or you're not. You just you yeah, can't it's use true. it in conjunction with any other products. You know, yeah, maybe the the headphones. Yeah, you can use them with another product, but uh, you know, there's always there's that disconnect between Apple stuff and other stuff. So it's either you're all Apple or you're just not. You're all something else. Yes. It's just the way it is right now. You, you pick a side and you go with it. It's kind of like DC versus Marvel. Oh, yeah. Right, so same kind of deal there in my opinion. Um, I think another good thing to kind of just mention uh, at the end here too is uh, so we talked a little bit about the Google Home. And um, what's cool with that is that there are uh, actually some third parties that are going to come up with uh, devices that are very, very similar, like Sony, um, LG coming up with... Um, you know, they're basically their own versions of it uh, with the Google Assistant right on it. So Nice. So you're going to have some other options other than just what Google's offering, which I think is pretty cool that they're opening that up to other markets too. So I think that's awesome. Right? And there's going to be some other, you know, like home appliances and some other uh, devices coming with Google Assistant installed on there. So it's something that they're, they're still really kind of pushing. And it's something that's still evolving. You know, we've talked about in the last episode, you know, it still has... You know, some hitches uh, in there when it comes to, to real kind of, you know, practical and really kind of area-specific questions that you have for it, to, it tends to get hung up on, you know, like asking, yeah. you know, like, locally, like, you know, uh, how much is it for, like, a bus pass or something like that. You know, it's getting very, very localized and very uh, specific question there. So, you know, it uh, it still has some way, ways to go. And uh, we'll see how that goes. I know that they're still working on it, and uh, we'll see where it goes. It'll be interesting to see. It will be. Yes. And with this new iPhone too, I'm I'm really curious to see if they'll, you know, just kind of eh, just make a couple new things on this thing, or if they're gonna just blow our minds, which Apple tends to do with some of this kind of stuff. So, you know, I think the the last iPhone there was a little bit kind of underwhelming feeling for a lot of people. You know, so they're due for a mind blowing one here. So they are very much so. They are. And hopefully that uh, they come with that. Maybe it'll make some of us maybe. Want to switch back over to the uh, to the fruity brand? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, unless you unless you can think of anything else, um, I mean, other than you know maybe uh, maybe a brief um, gaming kind of a thing. Um, you know, I always kind of recommend like if you're uh, for any Xbox gamers out there, I really recommend the um, the Xbox Live Gold for what you get and uh, for what what you pay for. I mean, it's a really, really good deal. Like, it's it's sixty dollars for for the year, and you get to to play your games online, and you get free monthly games. On a regular, you're gonna get four. You're gonna get uh, two Xbox One games, and you're gonna get two Xbox Three Sixty games. Yes. Uh, this month, some really, you're you're getting almost a hundred dollars worth of games for free. This month, you're getting Forza Five, you're getting Battlefield Three, you're getting Hydro Thunder, and you're getting. Um, I I forget. There's another uh, an independent Xbox One game, but you're getting uh, about 
almost $95 worth of value just this month. Nice. When it comes to free games with Xbox Live Gold. So definitely uh, something that uh, is worthwhile to look into. And another thing that I really recommend too, and I just did it recently with mine, uh, my controller right over here, is, and uh, unfortunately Carl's the only one that can kind of see this here, but uh, I can kind of describe it to you. Something that I really recommend for uh, Xbox One gamers out there is this puppy in the back of my controller right now. It and is what the, is uh, that? Is the plug-in charge kit. Okay. Right? It's uh, Instead of using AA batteries, which, uh, I mean, obviously you, you still can use if you, if you wish, if you like buying and throwing away batteries, or you can go with this little puppy. Um, nice and small. Yep. It's uh, the size of about, uh, you know, half of maybe a couple fingers held together. And um, you just you plug it into your controller. And you plug a USB into it, and you just you charge it as as you go. Now, now, how many charges am I going to get out of this thing? Remains to be seen. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine that it's going to last quite a while. But uh, a, a great uh, alternative to using AA batteries. I guess it's been it's been really really good so far. I get almost about a week out of a charge out of this out of this bad boy. Very nice. So it it, it stays charged for quite a amount of, good amount of time. And and you got to remember, it is a rechargeable battery. So I mean, just like if if you have a flashlight yep. and you go through and and you throw just regular batteries into it, or if you get rechargeable batteries for it, how much longer do things last with the rechargeable battery, exactly. right? Um, now that piece itself, how much did you spend? Thirty dollars Canadian. Thirty dollars Canadian. Um, Very worthwhile investment in my point, in my opinion. You're looking is. Six months worth of regular AA batteries. Yep. Right? So half a year of regular AA batteries. Um, or you buy this, which normally can last you a couple years. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, with it too, you get you get a very generous uh, like the USB cord. I would say probably a good seven, eight feet yeah, of cord there. that's about eight feet so you know if you're you know a good proper distance away from uh, your tv you know depending on how your setup is you know you're still going to be able to uh you know even if you need to plug it in you're still gonna be at a place sitting at a reasonable distance away yes so clear i, I give microsoft props for giving us a nice long cord because there are some devices out there that have ridiculously short um <laughs> usb cords like the little bluetooth speaker that i have yes the, the usb cord is literally maybe Two three or three in, inches long. Three inch cord. Yeah. U- useless. It, it hasn't come out of the plastic bag since I bought it. Right? Nope. So, um, you know, you, you have that versus that. Versus an eight foot cord. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, good decision. Company that's not used to making great decisions. So, so there you go. So, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that uh, for uh, you gamer fans out there that uh, that battery pack is uh, definitely a worthwhile investment for any Xbox One gamer out there. Definitely so. is. All right, I think we'll uh, end off uh, this episode here, uh, as we have been with some international music again here. Yes, we definitely will be ending off with some uh, different international music. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we get to the music, though, yes, we do want to make sure that you know about us on Facebook. Mm. So yes. please go to Facebook and type in JMK Podcast in the search bar, and you will find the web page or the Facebook page for everything JNK podcast. Um, As well, if you feel so inclined, we do have a couple of other uh, areas on Facebook as well. Um, If you take a look and search up turnbuckle talk, uh, you will see our turnbuckle talk logo there. um, That looks, it's actually says turnbuckle talk and it has, uh, almost like a little skull and some microphones uh, in like an X shape on it. So by searching it out, you will be able to find it uh, that way. And there's a page and a group for that as well. Um, and we do, again, want to let you guys know that you can always support us and support our friends with Collar and Elbow yes. by going to collarandelbowbrand.com. And from there, you can support by picking up some merchandise and using the code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off. Awesome. Yep, absolutely do that. All right. So to enough with the, the tunes here. 
Um, an interesting one here. And, and again, probably another one that, uh, you know, none of you would have figured would have been, you know, you know, not from, you know, this part of the world. A uh, real kind of mainstay during that 80s, you know, quote-unquote hairband era. You know, your Van Halens and your Def Leppards. Yep. Uh, this uh, band, you know, definitely in that uh, group. Uh, we're talking about the Scorpions. Oh, yes. And uh, this band comes from Germany. Nice. Right? So... Little fact there for you that a lot of you probably didn't know that they are from that area, and they had some very, uh, they had some, they had some pretty good songs, and we'll end up with one of their, uh, one of their better hits for sure. Now here we go with uh, "Wind of Change." We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao. Like a storm wind that we ring the freedom bell for peace.